Hey guys, it's your girl Mo Diggs, and I'm here with your Black History Moment of the Day. Today we are talking about Jordan Peele. In 2017, Peele made his directorial debut with the horror film Get Out, which was chosen as one of the top 10 films of the year by the African American Film Institute and Time magazine, and grossed over $250 million at the box office on a budget 1.8% that size, $4.5 million. The movie and Peele received numerous accolades. Peele won the Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay, Making History. He was the third debuting director and first black person, heavy on the black, to be nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Original Screenplay. Get Out won the Writers Guild of America Award for Best Original Screenplay, as well as nominations for BAFTA and Directors Guild of America Award. Shout out to Peel for making history, as well as paving the way for young Black directors, as well as making us feel seen. That's it for today's Black History Moment, guys. Bye. Hello, Prince George's County. I'm Del Roden, and today is February 7th, 2020. We want to thank Mo Digga for our Black History Moment. We move this to the beginning of the episode, and we want to know, what do you think about it? In today's episode of the Prince George's Daily Podcast, Heavenly B gets therapy. Okay, Heavenly B actually interviews a well-renowned relationship therapist about the ins and outs of relationships. This is a multiple-part interview that will focus on love and loving. Stay with us. This guarantees to be enlightening. For this season of the Prince George's Daily, we are telling the whole story of love and relationships in Prince George's County. First, we have the weather for today. Today's weather is going to be a challenge. There are thunderstorms warnings this morning and this afternoon. Wind advisory with gusts up to 28 miles per hour with rain until 3 o'clock. So be careful out there and brace your umbrellas against the wind to avoid breakage. At least that's what I've been told. Our high temperature today will hit just over 50 degrees. Our low tonight, as the rain moves out, will drop to under 30 degrees. The temperatures this weekend will range between the mid-40s and the upper 20s. Luckily, no rain, snow, or sleet are expected, but be careful driving out there and look out for black ice. According to the National Weather Service, our sunrise this morning was at 7.06, and our sunset this afternoon will take place at 5.34 for Prince George's County. That's the weather for today, February 7th, 2020. Stay with us after today's episode for the season of love. We'll bring you news from the desk of Lillian Torres. In today's news, a pornographer is sentenced, the money is finally on the way for HBCUs in Maryland, and high schools will offer a new curriculum? You will want to hear more about this, so stay with us. Coming right up though, Heavenly Bee sits down with James Marshall, pastor, radio host, and relationship expert. This is the Prince George's Daily Podcast at PGCC. Hey everybody, it's your girl Heavenly B here with the Prince George's Daily. And today I'm sitting with James Marshall. Say hello to my people. What's up, people? I'm in the studio with Heavenly B, y'all. <laughs> and we are talking all about love and relationships all month long. And so you know I had to bring this dynamic counselor in to help us navigate this, <laughs> this tumultuous <laughs> thing called relationships <laughs> maybe i'm exaggerating by calling it tumultuous but dating in 2020 is different yeah yeah people have a hard time with it they losing their minds they pulling their hair out they okay. you know, running around in circles beating people windows uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, i've heard some stories i will tell you that and um sometimes it make me want to just say I, I, i'm okay i'll rest i'll right. <laughs> I don't want no parts of that. 
But um, I know that there's a beauty in love, too. I mean, absolutely. And so we want to talk about navigating through the hard times and then getting to the love. All right. That sounds good. We don't, we don't want people to be scared of relationships. <laughs> I mean, they got a good reason to be. Yeah. But we don't want them to be scared of relationships. We're going to talk about that more. All right. Well, let's, we're going to talk but about we're gonna it. we're going to start off by talking about you for a second. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you from, where you went to school. Where I'm from? Yeah. Little boy from Palmer Park, y'all. Okay. No. <laughs> but um, originally from uh, Washington, D.C., grew up in Prince George's County. Um, I did undergrad at Bowie State University. Okay. Did my master's at Capital Bible Seminary. Um, I am a uh, ordained minister and a pastor um, a family ministry and counseling at a local church. I'm also a Gallup Strengths coach. Um, so I do a lot of individual coaching for people to help them to understand their talents and to use it daily. Um, I'm a relationship coach. Um, I've done a whole lot of stuff with couples and marriages, and I've uh, done more weddings than I care to admit <laughs> as an officiant. Um, spoken in a lot of different countries, but just love seeing couples, uh, you know, make it make it work, make it last forever, as they say. And that's what I was going to ask. So why the emphasis on relationships? You know, what's interesting, right? Like a lot of people don't know. So my undergrad was in broadcast technology. Mm -hmm. So when I graduated from high school, I just knew I was going to one day work in television production. Okay. So, you know, I had this big aspiration. So I went to school for broadcast technology and I'm getting my, my undergrad uh, bachelor's in broadcast technology. Um, but while I was at school, which is ironic, that was the first time in my life that I saw how different people were. Mm. Like people are like extremely different. So yeah. I would be that 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 kid on campus, like asking people like, hey, you know, tell me about where you from and what was your household like growing up? And yeah. what did y'all like eat? And what did y'all do? And I was just really intrigued. And so people would be like, man, who is this weird kid <laughs> always asking all these deep questions? Um, and one of the things that I discovered um, just getting to know people is that one of the common denominators in most people's lives when it comes to their greatest joys and their greatest pains is relationships. Yeah. It always goes back to relationships, whether it be family, whether it be somebody that was dating or something like that. And while it was one of the greatest things that caused people the greatest joys and the greatest pains, it was also one of the things that was most misunderstood. Mm. And so I started saying to myself, like, man, I really want to help people with this. Like people were really like lost. And so, you know, I, I was working in production. I was uh, overseeing a TV station, a, a public access TV station. Um, I was teaching at Bowie State University by this time in my life, but I went back to school to, you know, uh, get a degree so that I can help counsel people and I can yeah. help people with marriage and families and, and all that now, good did stuff. You, were you married by the time you went back for your degree? No, 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 no. I got married a long time after did that. you feel the pressure to be? Because I know that that's like one of the first things that people... That yeah, people yeah. Why you, how you going to tell me about relationships? Right. You ain't married. <laughs> I give good advice. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. No, nah, I mean, I mean, and it's, and it's understandable because yeah, people yeah. want to know... Like, if you're going to take me to someplace I want to go, I want to know that you've at least been there first. Yeah. So at the time, I, I wasn't married, but I was just getting the education from books and research and data and science. Because what you'll begin to find is that uh, there's a lot of the same problems out there. It's patterns. Mm -hmm. And so you study the pattern whether you're married or not. Yeah. Right. Now, actually getting married and having my own family, that helped me to live in the pattern myself. Right. Mm -hmm. But I had to study the pattern. I mean, and the patterns are, the patterns are, it's always the same things. So has the knowledge that you 
learned helped you in marriage? Oh, I mean, certainly, definitely. But it it's not only helped me, but it helped me understand more why it's so hard for people to implement mm. certain things. Mm. And so I would like, you know, have all these tools and these techniques and you got to try this, you got to try that. And I would be like this. Why is it so difficult? Why is it so hard for you to do it? And then once I got married myself and got in my own relationship, I started to see, oh, this is why. Emotion. Yeah, <laughs> this is why it's so tough. And so it's, it's definitely uh, helped to kind of bring that aspect of it to life for me. Now, I'm going to tell you a very honest story. All right, give me the, give me the juices. Now, nah, I ain't going to judge you, but everybody listening, Mike, but that's cool. <laughs> they ain't in the room. <laughs> you have not only uh, kept your your counseling sessions in the four walls you've decided to to create a program or a seminar oh yeah 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 for preparing singles i've done a lot of them yep yep the prepared uh prepared uh uh prepared Prepare yeah like yeah single that, yeah the prepared single seminar yep and now i'm gonna tell you the truth when my friend called me first of all i was like fresh out of a relationship <laughs> oh okay okay but so you I, wasn't trying to hear nothing about no relationships or romance or nothing like that I discouraged okay <laughs> but then on top of it i i'm not gonna lie coming from the church background i feel like i already heard all the church answers all right right so right right said, hey girl come you know um the guy from zion you know you like that church i was like girl i'm not going <laughs> to hear about nobody tell me to go in the field and boaz will find me because <laughs> he found a roof in the field they already know what they gonna say <laughs> to get to work and he will find me <laughs> right and when i got there you did not do that you oh. had very practical stuff, which was very new wow. to me coming from, from that a church background. background. Yeah. You don't get a lot of practical advice right, about how right. to navigate relationships. And I flipped through this book, and I mean, it was so many. I see you got highlights in there and I everything. Wrote. You was, was actually paying there. attention. I was doing my work. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt excited about the fact that I was doing work because I knew that I was going to be able to see a real change. So yep. what was your heart behind that or your reasoning behind that you know theory you know even the, the the bible says that knowledge puffs up right so theory helps us to be inspired it helps us to live in the cloud that's what theory does but when we bring that theory down to to do's it gives us something to actually get started on pursuing whatever we've been inspired to do mm -hmm. And so what I wanted to do, I wanted to create a seminar for a lot of singles who was stuck in that space of theory. They knew what they wanted to do and they knew what they should be doing. They knew, but they just didn't know how to get there. Yeah. And so I wanted to be that kind of ways for couples. Right. You know, like, you know, ways the little uh, uh, navigation app on your uh -huh. phone. Right. You put it in there and you put your address in there and it doesn't tell you just where you're headed. It tells you turn by turn. Mm -hmm. How to get there. And it even tells you what what roads to avoid, what roads there's going to be a lot of traffic on and all that stuff. So I wanted to do that for a lot of single people because when I was single, no one did it for me. And that is so true. And that's why I thought it was significant. I hope you don't stop doing them. Oh, well, I mean, but just because you said that, I'm going to go ahead and get one started up all over yeah, again. Yeah, because it, it really is a thing that's not tapping to. People don't put a lot of work into singles other than telling them to just be content single. Right, right. They don't right. actually put emphasis on doing your works and preparing yourself for marriage. You even said something here about putting yourself in those environments. Absolutely. Like so yeah. You encourage 
Yeah. Love. Yeah, so absolutely. Continue to do that. Well you, well, you know what? Just because Heavenly B said it, <laughs> I'm going to make it happen. Well, thank you, guys, because <laughs> I got y'all back to my dog. <laughs> okay. So, I have some questions. I went around. Okay. Asking people, what, if you could ask one relationship question or highlight that one thing that you're struggling in with relationships, what would you ask a counselor? And these are what they gave me. All right. So, I'm going to... Throw you a few of these questions. All right, throw them to me. I'm going to see if I can catch them. If not, I'm going to... See if you can help the people. If not, I'm going to throw them back at you. I'm going to say, Heavenly B, what would you say to the people? <laughs> Mine might be a little bit too cut and dry. <laughs> okay, so what traits are considered signs of a toxic relationship? Mm, what traits are considered signs of a toxic relationship? That's a great question. So... One of the first things that come to mind is when I no longer feel like myself in the relationship and it's negative. I'm not talking about I don't longer feel like myself because I'm so happy all the time, but I no longer feel like myself because, you know, I feel so much weight of pressure. I feel so much anger. I feel so much tension. Like I can't be who I am anymore. Like I'm not hanging out with my same friends no more. And I'm talking about this is going in a negative direction. You feel suppressed in a way. Absolutely. You know, that's one sign that this ain't the relationship for you because you see when you found somebody that's really going to be a good partner for you for whatever your goal is in that relationship, they help you be more of who you are. Yeah. They help to make you better in some ways. They don't help push you backwards. You know, you don't feel like now I can't do this. I'm not happy no more. I used to be a real jovial person. Now I'm walking around mad at the world and all that type of stuff. And so that's one clear sign that you're in a toxic relationship. See, people, they wait for the real big signs. Oh, I'm getting hit on or, oh, mm -hmm. you know, somebody's cheating on me or, oh, I can't trust this person or they giving me some kind of disease or whatever the case may be. And those things aren't. Um, I mean, while they're like big case scenarios, it doesn't take that. No, it doesn't take that much. You can notice it really quickly when it seems like your normal rhythm, your normal routine is uh, changing outside of who you were. Uh, you were as an individual before you got into the relationship. But when you can't be who you are anymore, and I'm and like I said, I'm not talking about the who you are because we all got things in our lives that we need to get better at and we need to change and we need to modify but i'm talking about the good things the things that people used to say i love that about you you used to always you made me so happy and girl you was always around all the things that people enjoyed about you you can no longer be those things in order to make this relationship work Nah, it's time to so do you feel like your um your purpose should kind of mesh i hear people say that yeah. um your purpose should mesh or make sense together do you think that's an important key in finding a partner absolutely i don't think they the purposes have to be the exact same right i don't think we have to necessarily be uh wanting to achieve the same things and but at the end of the day, our purpose is to complement one another, yes. you know. So I should be able to say, OK, here's what I can bring to the table to help you accomplish your purpose. Here's what you can bring to the table to help me accomplish my purpose. And those things uh, should be, you know, uh, taking place in the relationship. Like I'm bringing my best. You're bringing your best. And now together we can accomplish something that we could never have accomplished apart. Like it's like this, this, this prophet, this very famous prophet named Neo. Uh, <laughs> what Neo he, once, say? he once said, you know, I'm a movement by myself, we, but I'm a force we when we together. I'm doing good all by myself, but baby girl, you make me better. <laughs> yeah. That's all our favorite song. <laughs> like you said, too, you got to apply that. Too. You be like, oh, I like him.
right, right, right. Hello Prince George's County, my name is Lillian Torres and here is the latest news for today. A man once described by an FBI agent as the world's largest facilitator of child pornography websites pleaded guilty to operating a web hosting service that allowed users to access hundreds of thousands of images and videos. A criminal complaint accused 34-year-old Eric E. Marcus of operating a service on the dark net that allowed thousands of users to view and share images. Marcus faces a minimum of 15 years in prison and a maximum of 30 years after his guilty plea Thursday to one count of conspiracy to advertise child pornography. A plea agreement will ask U.S. District Judge Theodore Chong to sentence Marcus to 15 to 21 years. Montgomery County Schools may become the first school district in Maryland to offer LGBTQ studies course for high schools. The school district says the course would start as a pilot, possibly as soon as 2021, and could expand to all high schools. The LGBTQ Studies and History course would be an elective class and a mixture of students. School officials and parents are working on developing the curriculum. The pilot expands on guidance from the Maryland State Department of Education, which requires schools to teach LGBTQ and disability rights in social studies classes. And for our last news story, Maryland's House Speaker has introduced legislation to settle a long-running lawsuit over program disparities between four historically black colleges and traditionally white ones for $580 million over 10 years. House Speaker Adrian Jones introduced the measure Thursday. The bill creates a special fund for four historically black colleges and universities. The 13-year-old federal lawsuit alleged the state had underfunded the institutions while developing programs at traditionally white schools that directly compete with and drain prospective students away from HBCUs. In 2013, a federal judge found that the state had maintained a dual and segregated education system that violated the Constitution. For the Prince George's Daily, I am Lillian Torres. This podcast is brought to you by Prince George's Community News and Prince George's Community College, celebrating over 60 years of offering the highest possible standards in college education for the county and the region. Visit us at pgcc.edu. The opinions expressed on the Prince George's Daily podcast do not necessarily represent those of Prince George's Community College, its employees, or its affiliates. The producers of the Prince George's Daily Podcast are Heavenly B, Maude Desai, David Smalls, Joshua Boykin, Brian Green, and Chandra Durham, and is executively produced by Dale Roten. Tune in tomorrow as we continue our discussion on businesses in Prince George's County. This is the Prince George's Daily.